Hi, everyone. Today is Friday, June 30th. On this podcast, we discuss the basic things you need to know in order to be involved as well as understand modern-day government and politics. On this episode, we will be discussing the basics of budgeting within the government, specifically on the debt ceiling and how it is being managed right now. My name is Race. And my name is Ashlyn. Welcome Welcome to to the the Basics. Okay, everyone, so let's jump right in. Race, you want to get us started off? Sure. In news today, we hear a lot about budgets in both local, state, and federal governments. But what makes them all so different? Well, for this discussion, local and state budgets will be grouped together since they're so similar. State and local governments, unlike federal ones, are required by law to balance their budgets so they never spend more than they're bringing in. Federal government has the only exception to this rule. And federal government, we all know that they take care of the country as a whole. And so they're bringing in everything from taxation. Roughly 80% of revenue comes from individual tax income, payroll taxes, which fund social insurance programs, and more money comes from corporate income tax. Now with federal government, they are allowed a certain amount of money each year to run what is called a deficit, to borrow money to meet its obligations. This means that government can spend more than it brings in in revenue. But as spending increases and programs are brought into the budget, the deficit slowly increases to its limit. And that's what begs the question of the debt ceiling. Now, Ashlyn, I hear you've been researching this. Yes, I have. And I feel like a lot of people kind of around our age don't really know that much about the debt ceiling. And if I'm being honest, I really didn't either. The economy is kind of like that like taboo topic that everyone's like, oh, we want a good economy. But no one really understands like what's going on behind the scenes and how difficult it is to honestly balance the budget and create the debt ceiling. So the debt ceiling is the limit that is set on the U.S. Treasury for procuring debt. So it basically like prevents further borrowing money to increase debt past a certain point that's preset by Congress. So I know that sounds a little complicated, but over the years, Congress has continually increased the debt ceiling to allow the U.S. to borrow more money needed for different issues and to basically run the country. The debt ceiling has never been reduced by Congress, but has always been continuously raised. The current debt ceiling is about $31 trillion, which is absolutely insane. I can hardly wrap my head around exactly like how much money that is. So I'm going to try to put that kind of into perspective for y'all with time. So let's say you're going to count to 31 trillion, saying one number every second. For you to get to 1 million, it'll take you about 11 days. So race, you know how many days it'll take you to get to 1 billion? 34,000. Who no, 31 years and eight months. So that sounds crazy. Well, to get to 1 trillion, it takes about 31,688 years, which means it takes you around 982,628 years to get to 31 trillion. If that does not absolutely blow your mind, I'm not sure what will. So Race, could you elaborate a little bit more on what this exactly means like within society about the debt ceiling? Yeah, definitely. I know I am worrying about how it affects my finances. And ever since hitting the debt ceiling in January, the government has tried to find ways to cut back on spending to avoid defaulting on the debt. Now, to the average American, hitting the debt ceiling may not sound that bad. You may have the thought of, if we hit the debt ceiling, national debt will stop rising, right? Wrong. If the U.S. government hits the debt ceiling, Americans will no longer be able to borrow money for loans, and government will not be able to continue their current level of spending, which will have a major impact upon lower-income Americans who rely on such services, and they will not only be the ones 
who are affected. Americans across the country will be affected by the debt ceiling. Retirees, disabled Americans, veterans, and even government employees will be hit by the effects of the debt ceiling. And that's only a few groups. Programs like Social Security and Medicare would be at risk of delay or missed payments for federal employees' salaries and veteran benefits. And I know it sounds like we're talking about a lot of what's wrong with the government, but it seems like they're trying to solve this problem with the debt ceiling in Senate. Yeah, and they really are trying. So I feel like we really do have to mention, since we're talking about budgeting, the new bipartisan bill that was just passed in the House and the Senate. So in case you didn't really know, a bipartisan bill is a piece of legislation that can be passed like with both parties. So two candidates of differentiating parties will work on a bill in order to like reach like a compromise that's better for America. And this honestly is kind of like the best way to get legislation done because it makes both parties happy. So this bipartisan bipartisan bill was called the Fiscal Responsibilities Act, and it was struck by Democratic President Joe Biden and the Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. So this bill says that they would extend the debt limit for two years, suspending the debt ceiling. Alongside like a few like modest federal spending cuts and like policy provisions, for example, there was like some leftover COVID spending money, so that would be rescinded. And then like in the fiscal year of 2024, it would limit military spending and non-military discretionary spending and then in 2025 those numbers would like rise even more basically there was a lot of like cut spending in order to make sure that we don't default and hit the debt ceiling within the future so it wasn't just like postponing it off and like pushing it to 2025 for the next president but also setting forth like a plan of action to like what we can do to prevent from hitting the debt ceiling so the house approved this bill overwhelmingly um i think the votes were 314 to 117 if i'm correct and then it passed in the senate with 63 to 36 one of the biggest things about a bipartisan bill is looking at like what's in it for both sides of the party. So kind of what was in it for the Republicans is like this bill would overhaul the National Environmental Policy Act and it would like streamline some projects that the Republican Party is kind of pushing right now. And it's like the first significant reforms in the NEPA since it's been a while. And I know that's kind of like a lot of jargon that you don't really understand, but basically that was kind of what was in it for the Republicans. And then on the Democratic side, they made sure that the bill would like not cut Medicaid. They also wanted wanted to like leave Biden's executive action on like student debt forgiveness. Like they wanted to leave that untouched. So they wanted Medicaid. They wanted like the student loan forgiveness as well as like fully preserving the climate and clean energy provisions of last year's Inflation Reduction Act. And it's kind of funny because what initially attracted me to reading about this bill was the retaliation of conservatives on this issue in Congress. So there was kind of like a revolt and it was about 11 Republicans. Most of like they were all really kind of a part of the conservative House Freedom Caucus. And what these 11 Republicans did is they joined Democrats in voting against a rule to advance four bills related to like gas stoves and regulatory reform. Like in this was like already kind of preset that this was like super easy. Like the vote was going to last like five minutes and it ended up lasting like 50. Like they were like super mad about the bill. So they kind of went back on what they said they were going to do. And then there ended up having to be like all these side conversations about like how the Republicans are going to pull the votes. And it was just kind of like a hot mess. And I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, I read about that and I was like, that's just kind of crazy that... And they were trying to work on, like, in a bar in a bipartisan way. And then they just kind of <laughs> shut down the floor. Do you have any opinions on that? 
flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, that was me whenever I read that article. So let's kind of recap what we've learned a little bit. Um, well, first off, uh, just in like studying this topic and kind of like prepping some points, I learned a lot about the debt ceiling. I, I didn't really know what it was. And like just to know that it's like something that like is preset and not like an executive order. Like I kind of thought that the president like presided over that and like he chose what the debt ceiling was. But just like to know that Congress is more like that, those are our elected officials. Yeah. Like they're who are affecting because he can propose a budget. But it's not always passed. So just to know that, like, he's the one that's, like, hands, like, our representatives are the ones, like, that are hands-on working on this bill and trying to, like, add what's important to us while also keeping it, like, it's just very delicate. Like, I could not imagine having that job. Like, that is so hard to do. Yeah, I totally agree. And if you turn on a news station, anyone, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, whatever, you'll see them always talking about something to do with the debt ceiling, but they never talk about how it affects the American citizens. Always talk about like it's the boogeyman and they never want to talk about what it is. Since there's never been really any defaulting on a loan by the American government, we never know what really is going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's really good to know and to understand. And I guess that's like kind of the whole point is that I feel like a lot of people our age, like we just see inflation happening and we're like, oh, it's our debt. Like it's the debt ceiling. But we honestly don't really understand what exactly goes into it and that the debt ceiling rising and like this bill being passed and postponing it isn't necessarily like it's not rising inflation. Like this isn't affecting that, that there's other factors that go into such things. And I know we didn't get into a lot of like the policy and the politics of it, but the point was just to kind of like scratch the surface to kind of understand what exactly budgeting was and kind of how the debt ceiling played into that factor and what exactly that means for all of you. Thank y'all so much for listening and we'll see y'all next week.